Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 305, brought to you by HeartFlow. As part of our Art of Living series, today's show is specifically for those in the Not Old Better Show audience interested in knowing more about the heart and what the Center for Disease Control has determined is the cause of one in every four deaths in the United States, coronary artery disease. Coronary artery disease is the most common type of heart disease. It is the leading cause of death in the United States in both men and women. About 735,000 Americans have a heart attack and over 610,000 Americans die of heart disease in the United States. Again, all this is according to the Center for Disease Control. We have some answers for you today, and our guest, Mr. Hank Plain, is going to tell you his heart disease story. And by the way, Hank Plain, who has a family history of heart disease, thought he was doing all the right things to prevent heart disease. Hank Plain's story has a very happy ending, as Hank and his physicians used the only test on Hank that was truly definitive in defining both the amount of blockage in his coronary arteries and the actual blood flow restriction. We're going to hear from Hank Plain in just a moment, but I want to emphasize the importance of Hank's story, message, and the degree of education available to you about this high mortality condition. Further, we've been given an excellent brochure from HeartFlow, the actual diagnostic test that Hank received, to better educate you all about questions, details, and concerns you may have with respect to coronary artery disease. Links to the downloadable brochure will be in today's show notes, or you can email me at info at notold-better.com, and I'll make sure you get one. But please, if you're at risk, unsure of your risk, or want to know for a family member, take the next step in a treatment plan that has, quote, demonstrated higher diagnostic performance compared to other non-invasive cardiac tests. That's according to published data, which we'll also link to. Please now join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, Mr. Hank Plain. Hank Plain, welcome to the program. Thank you, Paul. It's great to be on. I think it's especially great to be talking to you today. This is an important subject, both for my audience and for for all of us as we think about our health. And so I want to ask you right right off the bat, when we think about heart attacks and coronary heart disease, we often think about tightening of the chest and shortness of breath and some of the other common symptoms. What was it though about your own condition that led you to see a cardiologist about a diagnosis? Well, Paul, it's part of why I am talking about my uh, health issue. Uh, I'm, you know, I think of myself as kind of a typical 60 year old uh, that you know, generally in very good health and happy, uh, active. You know, I I walk 18 holes of golf a couple times a week. I, you know, do my elliptical a uh, couple of times a week, and I count my steps. So I'm typically getting about uh, 10,000 steps a day, and wasn't on any drugs, and and you know, generally feeling healthy. Um, but I do have some family history. Um, my dad had a heart attack when he was 70 and my grandfather, uh, died when he was 65 of a heart attack. So, um, you know, there's some family history. 
I'm also, uh, you know, I was 35 pounds or so overweight, but, you know, generally had a pretty healthy diet, you know, eating fish and chicken and avoiding red meat as best I could. Um, and, you know, always had a little bit of a elevated uh, blood pressure, you know, kind of 135 over 90 versus the ideal of 120 over 80 or below. So, you know, there there weren't any, you know, immediate red flags, but it was always in the back of my mind that uh, that I could uh, uh, follow the path of my father and, and God forbid, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so if we go back to you know, approximately that time, at, at that point, you, you had a traditional cardiac uh, diagnostic set of tests and nothing definite was evident. So tell right. us then, yeah, just keep, keep the story going. Tell us, you know, what happened and how you ended up getting the heart flow analysis. Yeah, sure. So in, in May, I uh, went for my annual physical. And as I mentioned, my blood pressure has always been a little bit elevated, but everything was, was uh, going fine in the physical exam with my general practitioner. And all of a sudden he took the blood pressure test and and instead of being elevated, my blood pressure was like 160 over 120. And so, you know, he reacted immediately and referred me on to a cardiologist so we could we could see what was going on. And um, the cardiologist uh, uh, scheduled me for, you know, traditional uh, calcium scan, which gives a, it's a non-invasive test that shows whether you have any calcium that's starting to build up in the arteries of, of the heart. And um, that did show that, uh, you know, I had some calcium building up, um, uh, but it was uh, inconclusive in that it doesn't really show whether you have soft plaque, and, and that's that soft plaque that can that can rupture uh, or, you know, lead to a, a, a heart attack Um versus just the typical chest pain that builds up over time. So, you know, that was kind of the first red flag. Um, and then my uh, cardiologist said, well, let's, tr- let's do a traditional stress test where they put you on the treadmill and keep increasing the incline and seeing how your heart reacts. You have a bunch of electrical cords that are attached to your chest to measure the, the, um, uh, your exercise tolerance. And I actually came through that with uh, with pretty much flying colors, and that's probably because I do a fair amount of, of elliptical. But I, you know, I felt like I was kind of a walking time bomb. Um, you know, I was living my life knowing that a you know heart attack was probably in my future. I didn't know whether you know it was six months out or or six years out. So you know, I sat down with my cardiologist, who's also a guy that, you know, I've known for years and have high respect for and talked about uh, what was next. He suggested, you know, that there were several paths. One is just watch and wait and, frankly, wonder. Um, And then the other option was to do a a CT scan uh, with the heart flow analysis that uh, provides a 3D image of the coronary arteries and... um, also gives a sense of whether, you know, if you have blockages, whether they're really restricting the, the flow, which is obviously the most important uh, measure. And, you know, he said, gee, you know, why wouldn't we do the, 
the heart flow, knowing that it's available and FDA cleared. And, and so uh, that's what we uh, scheduled next. I'm curious about the 3D image, the heart flow analysis image of a heart color-coded. I, I've seen some of those images online on the HeartFlow website. I'm curious your thoughts about, as you as you looked at one of those images, uh, your first kind of view of the arterial blockages and and just the visual that that creates, certainly as I look at it, it seems very clear that this is the kind of image that anyone can look at and see a need for treatment. Right. No, you're absolutely right. You know, as they say, seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, uh, as lay people, we never expect to be able to see what our our uh, coronary arteries actually look like and, and whether there are blockages and what the flow looks like going through there. So um, I didn't know what to expect. But uh, when I saw the images that showed that I had a, an 80% blockage in the two primary arteries, my um, left anterior descending and right coronary artery that both feed the main pumping uh, chamber of my heart, you know, it was really astonishing because I could see, you know, just like looking at a, uh, at a, at a road, there a highway that goes from four lanes to one lane, you know, you could see where all the, the, um, uh, the you know, where the blockages were and, uh, where I had significant narrowing. It also showed that I had, you know, significant flow uh, restriction. So, you know, that was uh, was pretty much all we needed to see. And then my cardiologist uh, referred me on to um, an interventional cardiologist to have a, an angiogram um, and a, uh, the possibility of putting in stents to uh, to open up the the blockages that I had in those two main arteries. What do you, what do you say to those of us, both male and female, that may be wondering about any symptoms, blockages, family history with uh, coronary uh, arterial disease, and and those of us that are trying to kind of determine the best options for a treatment plan? Well, the the scan CT scan with the heart flow analysis, uh, you know, it just removes that wonder. I mean, no one wants to know. Hmm that they have heart disease. I certainly wasn't looking forward to that diagnosis, but uh, you also don't want to be wondering the rest of your life. And so the peace of mind uh, is enormous. Uh, and, you know, even if you do find, as I did, that that I had significant uh, coronary artery disease, you know, the treatment is, is pretty straightforward. Um, you know, I was in a cath lab, had a coronary angiogram that confirmed the what we saw in the heart flow analysis. Um, they put in a couple of stents. I was up and walking after the procedure in in uh, a couple of hours, uh, and I feel great now. Mm-hmm. And as one of my uh, friends, who's a, a German cardiologist that I've gotten to know through work over time, told me, he said, "You know, Hank, now you can just go on." and live your life. And I feel great. Uh, I'm exercising more. I've lost about 15 pounds. <laughs> Good for you. And just knowing that this is behind me has been a huge weight off my shoulders. We're glad to hear that it's behind you. And uh, good to hear the report that the energy level's back, the exercise is uh, working and doing its part, and sounds like your outlook's very positive. 
Yes, it is. And, and um, you know, I uh, now realize looking back that some of the things that maybe I was just putting in the, uh, you know, I'm getting older category, um, you know, where I'd be tired towards the end of a golf round or, you know, didn't feel like uh, taking that hike with my wife, that those were all uh, signs that, uh, that you know, my, my heart disease was more significant than I would have ever imagined. So I feel like, you know, the luckiest guy on the planet to have all this behind me. Good to hear all that, Hank Plain. Well, thank you so much for your time. We're going to put links up to where you can learn more information about the heart flow analysis, even see a little bit more about Hank Plain's story. But Hank Plain, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it, and good to hear you're, you're right back at it. Thanks a lot, Paul. I appreciate it. Thank you. Remember, check out our show notes for more information and details and direct links to HeartFlow. My thanks to Hank Plain, sponsor HeartFlow, and everyone else who helped put this important educational show together. And my thanks to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.